Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about it being very deep into July and us not having Big Brother yet. Before we start, I'd like to say I'm ending this podcast because I'm going on strike in solidarity. I am not in the WGA. I'm not in SAG, but I support the striking workers. I hope they get what they want. You're in the DGA. The Danny Gibson Association. (laughs) It's in one person. But I really protect my members. Um, I did see that they're not allowed, they're not supposed to be doing podcasts, probably like promotionally, right? I think they're not supposed to be doing promotional stuff. I think I think someone actually like hinted at this in their Discord and you responded. We are gonna get an onslaught of celebrity podcast. If 2020 wasn't bad enough with every single person who has ever been on a sitcom being like, let's rewatch Elf. Let's rewatch Cheers (laughs) together. Let's rewatch John from Cincinnati together. We're getting more of it now. We're getting more of it now. Well, remember when COVID hit and all the famous people were like, alone in their houses and they were like what do i do why don't i make content <laughs> like why don't i make some people. videos <laughs> that's what's gonna happen or i really remember vanessa hudgens vanessa hudgens like went live or she did a video where she was like she i think she was upset that coachella was gonna get canceled <laughs> because of covid and she was like i just don't understand why we have to like stop our lives because at the end of the day yes some people are gonna get it and they're gonna die but that's inevitable <laughs> she was just like so peak celebrity out of touch would it be surprising to tell you that i have no idea who vanessa hudgens is you don't know who vanessa hudgens is if i was sitting next to vanessa hudgens on an 18 hour flight i would be like hello ma'am <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens kiss. <laughs> would you would you I'm getting up to go to the bathroom now. Would you like to go as well? <laughs> um I would that is surprising because she's been famous for a long time. She's been famous no for a long no time. No idea. She's even done Broadway, Brett. Oh, okay. She was she in she Funny was, Girl for a minute? No, she was in Gigi. Gigi. I saw her in Gigi. I, I got discounted. I don't even tickets. know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it was a real hot ticket. <laughs> we have so much to talk about today. No, oh, so little time. Oh, which reminds me, I got to add the Wonka trailer on onto my little post note. Oh, Wonka trailer. God. I saw Mission Impossible seven point one yesterday. There's some spicy, salty, sour Bachelor news. Uh, Jonah Hill was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny, did you watch Wimbledon? Do you have any thoughts the movie on, on starring no. Kirsten Dunst and <laughs> the guy who plays Vision? Yeah. Um, Paul Bettany. Um, no, I haven't watched Jennifer any Wimbledon. Jennifer Connelly's husband. Jennifer Connelly's husband, yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't watched any of the actual. I didn't even realize it was on until I checked my phone. I've been busy at parties, okay? I'm a party girl. I've been and at she, parties. I, I ended up watching it all morning. There was like a five hour match for the for the gentlemen's finals. And I, it's just a it's just a fun watch because it's hot it's so, in England yeah. and everyone's wearing a suit and they're all like trying to be really it's well funny. behaved. It's just very funny looking. I just it's didn't know. It's very hoity toity. Thoughts to fire up. Okay, I'm gonna cross that out. No, Danny has no thoughts on Wimbledon. I, you want to talk about the movie starring <laughs> no. Kristen Dunson? No, Bettany. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Or we could talk about Challengers, the new tennis movie coming out with Zendaya and those two guys. Where they, I, I assume, uh, have a threesome. 
Oh, I, I'm not. Is this a Sam Levinson joint or? No, it's a um, Luca Guadi, Guadagino. Okay. And yeah, then for sure, there's definitely. There's got to be something exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It looks, it's a very horny trailer. So, you know, I'm all in. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't even seen the trailer yet. Let's uh, uh, let's go to movies. Let's go to movies. Let's go to movies. Well, do you want to discuss? Yeah, you went to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I sure did. Which Tom Cruise made sure he got all of his promo out of the way before the SAG strike hit. I so, love my popcorn movies. Popcorn. I'd like to, <laughs> popcorn, yum, yum, yum. Popcorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know your thoughts because I've actually seen some mixed reviews. I would agree with the mix. I would say this is a mixed film. Not going to overly spoil the film that just came out, but I went to the Universal City Walk last night to see Mission Impossible 7.1 in theaters on the IMAX, on the big screen, just like Tom Cruise wanted me to. And let me tell you, like... I, it brings me no joy in saying this. Right. We're not haters. Sometimes. <laughs> we are haters. <laughs> We're very much haters. It brings me no joy in saying this. It's it's kind of over. It's over. It's wow, over for Tommy, Tommy Impossible. Dead Reckoning is dead? Did I have a great time for two hours and 45 minutes? I sure did. I laughed. I held my breath as... The people as Tom Cruise jumped off of mountains and things. <laughs> God bless you. God <laughs> bless America. <laughs> I had a good time. I laughed. It was fun. There were car chases. There were train chases. There was jumping out of stuff. Plane chases. There was yeah, gun, sure. It was gun chases. Yeah. Uh, this movie is, was not very good. And for the Where'd first they lose time, you? what? Where'd they lose you, <laughs> Danielle? Have you heard of AI? Oh, I have, but I wish I hadn't. Um, a lot of things, just a lot of things lost me. It was just, it, it was a lot of stuff there. I mean, a very, there was a very enjoyable, but a little bit eye rolly scene. Like there's a very, very cheesy scene in the beginning where like, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of suits at the Pentagon are, are talking about the impos- the newest impossible mission that needs to get done. And right. I, there's a couple cameos in there and it's very tongue in cheek. And I'm like, okay, all right. Like these movies are fun and funny and self-aware, but I'd never seen them be this self-aware before. It was like almost like a pair, like a sort of Austin Powers three parody oh, no. of itself a little bit. <laughs> or uh, like the Avengers, like Joss Whedon too much. A little too bit, much. a little bit. Yeah. What was also just really interesting, I'll say in a general perspective, this, I know Tom's out there saying I jumped off. I, I'll jump off whatever building you want. I'll jump off of the yeah. moon, whatever you need me to yeah. do. I'll, I'll do it. And promise. that was me. And that was me doing it, not a stunt actor. And I will yeah. find and, I'll find the one director, Christopher McQuarrie. I will give him, I will have him sell his soul to make sure that he's always, you know, he lets me do all this stuff and he'll always be the director of these films going forward because I don't want to work right. with any other collaborator. Um, this was the first time I felt that they were actually covering for Tom's age. Oh, how inevitable. 
Yeah, like there's a sequence in a sandstorm where everybody's wearing a hat and a mask and glasses <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, yeah, could be anybody. Could be anybody <laughs> there. <laughs> um, you know, there's uh there's a chase sequence where Tom isn't driving the whole time. Tom's kind of backseat. And it's like, a you know, it's part of the, the playfulness of the sequence that he's not driving this time. There's uh, two. There are two fight sequences that happen at the same time in the film. One where two characters are fighting and it's a very choreographed fight with that goes out of its way to show you all of the moves that all the people are doing. And meanwhile, Tom is Ethan Hunt is stuck in another situation in a really, really tight quarters fight okay. where it's really small and you kind of can't really see anything. It's all quick mm -hmm. punches and stuff. And everybody's in this really, really tiny space. So you don't get to see no one. Tom isn't throwing any big kicks or doing anything because it's right, so right. close. So there was just anything. a lot of little things like that where I'm like, Tom's not. I don't know if Tom's. What can we expect? What can we I know really he's expect? He's like sixty-five years old. I, I love <laughs> I Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. I've been saying this for a few years. Tom Cruise, and now more than ever, needs to do a movie where he has adult children. Yeah, I mean, he's sixty. He's sixty. Uh, he's sixty again. Like he needs to start doing. The, uh, granted, he's gonna have fun doing these action movies and stuff, but. There was just a lot of I don't want to spoil it for for people because a lot of people are going to see this movie. They're excited about a movie. It really didn't work for me. Just lots of the mechanics. There's so it felt like a freaking soap opera at times with how many like double and triple and quadruple crosses. And oh, no, you're wearing a mask. Oh, no, right. I'm wearing a Like it was just so much of it. And it felt and you have this AI like the bad guy is an AI. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Okay, like he's a computer. Yeah, well, he has like a human who like does his bidding, played by oh. Isai Morales, who's very good oh. in it. He's quite handsome. If you, if I must never say so heard much. of him, you Where's would recognize him. You'd recognize okay. him. I couldn't tell you. You, I, I couldn't, couldn't even tell you. But he's he's good. But it's just a lot of like spiritual. AI, like, oh, like it is, it is so it is written by the AI that will, like, oh, shut up. Just blow <laughs> oh, things wow. up. Yeah. Um, what about like Haley Atwell? What's she, her character? She, this movie was a bit of karaoke of like other things from other Mission Impossible movies, too, which I don't also remember kind her of from she's new, so she's a new character. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm, what I'm trying to I'm, I'm leading to another point with something that I kind of didn't really like about it is like there was a lot of callbacks to other Mission Impossible movies. We, I mean, you all see in the trail trailer, there's like a fight scene right. on a train. That's the final like sequence. Like there's some really awesome stuff in that callback to the first Mission Impossible movie. There's a few other callbacks and like major characters from the first Mission Impossible movie. I and mean, if you've seen the trailer, you know who I'm talking about. There's other stuff. The Haley Atwell character was interesting because I felt it was their attempt at redoing what they wanted to do in Ghost Protocol, which is set up uh, Jeremy Renner as like the next Ethan Hunt. And this was like right. 15 years ago at this point. They are very yeah. much setting up Haley Atwell as like potentially like the new lead of this series. She's yeah. like, she's, 
She's a spy. She's a thief who only works for herself. And she's got to clear her name. I've seen this in a million movies before. Sure. So she's like a thief who somehow gets, who's just trying to clear, clear her name and get free. Gets wrapped up in all the nonsense that's happening in this movie. And by the end of it sort of realizes that it's her, it's her destiny to become like an impossible mission girl. <laughs> and right. it, that was felt very much like, they did a bad job of it in Ghost Protocol where it was like, hey, Jeremy Renner's here. He's an action star. Remember the Hurt Locker? He's going to be uh, the new Ethan yeah, Hunt. And it like folks. never really yeah. happened and it kind of didn't work. And like you could tell it didn't work as they were writing it. Like in the movie, it wasn't working. This was like a, a they, they set it up. They did a much more simplistic but more clear job of establishing like, hey – a, a new young face to lead this. Not that and I'm not saying Haley Atwell is old or anything. She's beautiful. She's no, amazing. Course, but like, yeah. she's not, I, I doubt she, she has to be in her forties. I would guess like, I don't know why she would be being set up to be like the new face of this franchise, whatever. It was fine. Like, like everything else in this movie, it was like enjoyable to watch, but didn't totally work for me. And what about like the other female leads? Because it's, it's her, it's Rebecca Ferguson, mm -hmm. and it's the girl from The Crown, Kirby. And Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, well, um, Vanessa Kirby and Rebecca Ferguson have been in these movies before. Yeah. So Rebecca Ferguson is like another attempt at like, oh, there's another spy who like maybe has a thing with Tom Cruise, but is in the team now. Right. So she's just kind of reprising her role as that. Sorry, your daughter has some <laughs> has some thoughts on this as well. Um, She's leaving. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Kirby is like sort of this was she was introduced in the new movie. She's almost like a spiritual like reboot of the uh, the arms dealer, like the sexy arms dealer character from the first one, the old lady one. Um, I, I don't remember. Actresses. I forgot the actress's name. But wait, name. because I thought of a question, and I do want to. Does Tom? Does Tom actually kiss any of these ladies? Tom does no kissing. No kissing. There's no. So no there's all these women in these movies, and there is no romantic <laughs> anything going on. There's like a couple like okay. sustained hugs. There's like okay. a. There's like a. <laughs> there's like a part where or her. her or Rebecca Ferguson and Tom Cruise are like having a convo, like looking out at the Venice skyline, all those famous buildings in Venice with their huge uh -huh. skyscrapers and all those things. Um, and just the way that they're like standing next to each other, she comes up and like hugs him. He's like leaning forward off the balcony. This, this is for the, right. for the YouTube viewers. He's leaning forward, uh -huh. belly facing out towards the balcony. And then she comes and hugs him for the side. And then he turns around to face her. And then she's like kind of hugging him from the side with her hand on his belly. Okay. Very intimate. What I'm saying It's like the way, oh. I don't know. It was, it was very, it was very it intimate. Sound hug, that but intimate. It was like, no. Well, I, well, the hug was weird. I'll say the hug was weird. It sounds highly the, choreographed. The other actress I want to highlight here is Palm Clementif. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing her last name. She's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and she's very funny and good. She's like a great actress. Oh, yes, she, yes, was yes. In, yeah. she was in one of the Black Mirrors from last season as well. 
And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, she's in this. She's very good in the Guardians movies um, and very funny. And they like, she's just, lots of action movies do this thing where they have like a foreign character who like says no words because like they don't speak English for some reason or maybe the actor doesn't speak English but they're like an action star in a different country or something like right. that and they're, they're just kind of like yeah. the muscle and they don't say anything <laughs> so threatening. she was this in this movie but it's like she's one of the main characters in the freaking MCU and like does a lot of like wordplay comedy stuff in those movies and she's just like grimacing and and like she has like four lines in French and she's just like Okay. Cordon Bleu, Ethan Hunt. Like that's <laughs> Well, you know, she's she's also not French from France. She's Quebecois. Oh, she is. Yeah. That's why they have her speaking she's French. I didn't know I didn't Quebec know. Quebec City. Whatever. All this to say okay. she doesn't do anything in this movie other than just like glare at our the main characters at various times and like try to punch them. And it's just like, it felt like a bad use of her. Cause she's a very funny, good actress and other stuff. Right. And it was just like, there's just the girl? It's a long bloated movie. Sorry, go ahead. Remember what's her name? Ruby Rose or something like that. The girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, supposed to be Batgirl. Batgirl. They put her in a what bunch of these movies and everyone was yeah. like, she might be the worst actress ever alive. And like, <laughs> she was in John she, Wick too. She was in John Wick too. And she had like two lines. Cause like they brought her on. <laughs> she's supposed to be like Lady John Wick, I think. Yeah. And like, they kind of slowly wrote her out of the movie. Cause she was like a very bad, a bad actress. It was kind of like, they did to her what they did to to Palm to Palm Clementine, what they did to Ruby Rose. It was like, but she's wow. good and stuff. Like, why are they doing that? This this actress is good. And like, yeah, carries more fucking successful franchises than Mission Impossible. So interesting. Interesting. I, it just all was like, it was fine. It just kind of all rubbed me the wrong way. And I wasn't very excited. I'll be there. I'll be there next summer to watch Dead Reckoning 2. I just wasn't a fan. Same. I wasn't a huge fan of this one. Yeah, I um I'll see it cuz and I'll probably see it on big screen because you got to see the stunts and the action set pieces on the big screen. I'm sure Tom Cruise would say popcorn yum. But I can't say I'm that excited. I also and now people are really going to not like this. But I'm not sure if I'm I'm trying to really not be a hater of Barbie. Oh. I'm trying really hard. This but, is the second time I'm, I've heard this in 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 24 hours. I think the movie's actually going to be fun. I do think it's going to be fun. But I got hit with too many, like, th this movie was made to just sell other shit feelings. Yeah. Like, when Flo from Progressive was allowed on the red carpet for them, it was like, thank God, actually, for the actor strike and that the movie is coming out, I guess. But it was reaching peak. It was too much. I couldn't escape. It was Barbie everywhere. I've only seen a couple of clips from the movie, and the clips that I saw, one was like a knockoff from Barb and Star. It was Ken singing a song sadly on the beach, but I'm like, that's from Barb and Star. They already had a himbo sing a song on the beach. So This movie looks like a carbon copy of Lego movie. Like... Well, I'm not sure. I, I don't even the, really remember Lego Movie, but Lego Movie 
Will Ferrell plays like an evil CEO, and I think his name mm. is like literally like CEO Evilman or right, something right. like he's that. He's the dad. Yes, and he's in this too. Yeah, and he's in this too. Like in the trailer, playing the same thing of like, oh no, we have to get Barbie back to in her Barbie box or something like that. And it's like, right, like a movie did very well. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah, you're the second person who's told me this in. I'm not a hater. Days. I'm not a hater. That they're like, I'm not out here to yuck anyone's yum, but yeah. they were feeling, and you're feeling, sounds like, a little bit, you're cooling on all the Barbie love. And we're a it's week like out. and like placement was really yucky to me. Yeah, like you, we're a week out and we should be crescendoing in excitement for Barbie. And I think there's like a bit of a Barbie backlash happening one week <laughs> in advance. Yeah, I am. I, I'm gonna see it. I want to see it, and I'm hopeful it's good. I like everyone in it. I like Greta Gerwig. I guess I just was like, Ugh, it's just selling stuff, and that kind of bummed me out. Like, of yeah. course, every movie is selling stuff in a way, but just like when Flo from Progressive showed up on the red carpet and like Duolingo, I don't know. I was like, must I be hit over the head with clear like Duolingo? brand? Yeah, you know, or like Dua the Duolingo. Lipa. No, Duolingo. Uh, the the, the creature. App, yes, the app that's like, don't what they install a thing? biblioteca? <laughs> yeah, what is that thing? That big green thing. I don't know. You don't know what, whatever animal that creature is. It's a bird. It's a bird, maybe? right? Yeah, it's a yeah, bird. Yeah, the probably. bird from Duolingo. Why are they always birds? Twitter, Duolingo. Um, Captain Crunch's parrot. <laughs> Tony the tiger. Why are they all birds? <laughs> there is a bird. Follow your nose. What about that guy? Toucan Sam. <laughs> Why are they always birds? Um, so th I'm just saying that part bothered me. But luckily that's over. So now maybe it'll be fine. I'm still going to see it. I'm going to see Barb and Oppie. I'm seeing them both. Don't worry. Are you seeing them since the same day? No, I don't. I'm not able to do that. I don't have I have responsibilities, unfortunately. You're not a 35 year old single man. <laughs> have you bought your tickets already? Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm going on Sunday. I'm going next a week from today. And uh, next, next Sunday. Both on the same day. Like a real American patriot. I know. I'm doing, That's so I'm doing Oppenheimer. I think this is the correct viewing. Oppenheimer in the afternoon. I mean, it's like 90 degrees every day. Three yeah. hours of sustained Dark. air conditioning, yeah. Oppenheimer, mid-afternoon showing, get out, still light out, quick dinner, 90-minute dinner break, back in for the 7 p.m. Barbie. Fab. Fab. Yeah. Where are you going to go get dinner in between? I don't want people to know where I'm going, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Chipotle. No, I don't have to make plans, but I'm going to a theater <laughs> complex. That has many okay. dining options. Okay, great. <laughs> from from I didn't casual know if you were to try to keep casual. it on theme at all. What? I was like, gonna go. See, I was gonna go to Cheesecake Factory, but I, that plan has been struck. Where I'm not there's going. There's too to many. Factory. There's too much of wait for Cheesecake Factory. You can't exactly. Go there. I know. Yeah. Anyways, you, okay. you're gonna be on a time crunch. Um, okay. Then, so I just wanted to flag that. Um, I also, I kind of. I, I read this thing about Diablo Cody because she was originally going to write the Barbie movie and she was like, it's a good thing I didn't. And I just thought, I th I really like Diablo Cody and I was like, whatever happened to her? 
<laughs> I mean, she does write movies that get made Academy every once Award in a while. Winner. Well, she's on strike. Oh, she's on strike. She's on strike. <laughs> she's in front of Columbia Studios. You know what the problem is? These people don't get up and work. <laughs> she's on Melrose um, Ave right now with the picket. picket good. Line. Good for her. All right. Well, just Danny's Barbie thoughts. Okay. I messaged Brett about because speaking of strike everyone's on everyone's on strike so we're not getting any new scripted stuff for a while we don't know how long we don't know how long bob Iger and david zaslov are going to keep these people on the picket lines but we know that we're not getting new stuff except unless it's filmed and edited and in the can it's all gonna have to be new unscripted stuff like a little show called the golden bachelor which i said to brett and Brett, you have watched regular Bachelor, no? We've done, we've we've covered an entire season of The Bachelor on this podcast with you. You were actually there for all of them. <laughs> Which season? The Nick Vile season. We did. Mm-hmm. Wow, I would, I should go back and listen to that. <laughs> I will not. Uh, so I have been saying this for a number of years. There needs to be old Bachelor. And you sent me that uh, it was a pop crave, your favorite Twitter account. My favorite source they of information. They said that on Monday, ABC is set to announce the first ever Golden Bachelor. The Bachelor spinoff will follow an older gentleman in his quest to find love late in life. I love this idea. Late in life. I tested, I, I brought this up to many friends this weekend. No one was hot on it. I. Wow. I. Have not watched Bachelor really in a in a bit here. I have not watched Bachelor in a bit here. I think we watched that Nick Vile season. I might have watched like part of another season after it, and I was like, eh, no, no. It's hard because the first episode kind of sucks because like everyone's doing their bit. You're like thirty people right. come out they of the limo and the limo. they're like, I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They're a bird. <laughs> uh, and. I am watching this season. Maybe I won't watch the full season. I have I have respect for myself. If I don't want to watch it, I won't watch it. But I haven't watched an episode of The Bachelor in quite some time, and I am in for this season. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. I don't want to see, like, 25-year-old dental hygienist from Newport Beach fighting over some guy who's, like, not really that interesting. <laughs> no. That sucks. All these people I suck. I agree. There are more stakes. There are inherently more stakes when they're just like a little, a lot bit older. I asked Brett, I was like, how old is Golden? And it seems, I thought The Bachelor was going to be like 44. Because to them, that's old. Matt the, May in TV our comments people. right now says, in the live chat on YouTube says, if he's in his 40s, I'm jumping out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> Parentheses, right. don't but worry, I live in a one-story house. <laughs> But I thought that that's what it would be. And Brett seems to think it's going to be a 65-year-old. I don't, is, don't, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't have anything. It might be a guy who's like 47. Um, I think I did Google, what are, what are your golden years? What age is your golden years? And the first thing on Google, so I stopped reading after that, said 65 and older is what's considered golden. So I mean, Tom Cruise should be The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. This person, like Tom Cruise, needs to have adult children. Adult yes. children. 
hometown visits, adult children, hometown visits. There needs to be a 31 year old there, possibly with a child of her own being like, dad, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't trust being these like, women. They're not here for the right woman? reasons. I, I, this could be really quite, uh, groundbreaking, groundbreaking. I could say like quite disastrous. Like <laughs> we know what many of we know the political beliefs of many of of this nation's boomers. Boomers. So yeah. like it could go. It could like spin off in a really sad direction, really troubling, disgusting direction that I don't want to watch very quickly. And that like yeah. if you are getting. <clears throat> 63-year-old ladies from the villages in Florida, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're not going to be his same age. They're going to all be like, if he's 65, the women are going to be like 40. I think there's going to be a mix. I want to yeah, see a woman a who's mix. older. If he's 65, I want to see a 72-year-old woman there. I want to yeah, see a that's grandma. Yeah. <laughs> see someone on like a walker i want to see a lady with like that puffy <laughs> kind of q-tip curly hair and glasses with the i want to see people going on dates and they're like trying to be like, and they're like it's too loud and then here. it's just like and then he's like looking at the menu he takes out his glasses and he's like does this to look at the menu i want to see them like have like an intimate date but like they both fall asleep like <laughs> instantly. Like I want all of this yeah. stuff that we've never seen on The Bachelor. It's gonna be great. We've never seen anywhere. Well, you know what's so funny is like Golden Bachelor is gonna be the same age almost as the ladies of and just like that. It's just gonna be ABC's version of and just like that. Get in on it. Get in on it. Everyone I'm, loves it. I'm happy. I support it. I can't wait to watch. I mean, I did see someone say, sorry to bring it back, but um, someone tweeted a picture of John Voight in Mission Impossible 1 and a picture of John, of Tom Cruise in this Mission Impossible. Because they're the same oh, age. People are just refusing to age the way they used to. I think Tom Cruise is refusing to age. The way he used to. Um, My body is aging but, just like Every other human body is aging. <laughs> did you ever, did you use the filter, the aged filter on TikTok? No. Right? Oh, no, I can't. No, I can't. I would <laughs> I be, I would be messed up for like 12 days. If it's I so upsetting. Would, how does it work with facial? Also, like lots of those filters like are weird because I have facial hair. Oh, it'll account for it probably. I don't know. But like, obviously I don't have facial hair, so it didn't impact me. But it's like, you just are like, oh, I'm hideous. <laughs> like, And I don't think I am going to be hideous. So I just like refuse the entire uh, thought of the filter. I refuse it. I reject it. I expel it from my life. But it is very funny to see. Yeah, I... Because I think everyone think go, uses it. It's like, oh, it won't be so bad for me because I'm hot. Well, at least that's what I thought. <laughs> but then I used it and it was disgusting. Like, they changed my teeth to be, like, yellow and ripped. You have... Con ripped? Ripped up, like, ripped. with chippies. Yeah, uh, no. You can control that. You can control that stuff. You have mar I you have marvelous chompers, Danielle. Well, that's the... Isn't that the folly of life, though, Brett, to believe we can control our futures? Brush, brush and floss. Go to the dentist. I already do that. You're not going to have bad teeth. 
All right. Thank you. It, they made me look sickening, sickening uh, no, in a bad way. I <laughs> guarantee whatever. I have a I have a hard enough time like looking in the mirror, looking at myself right now, talking to you on a computer screen. I have enough issues with that and my own like body image. Right as it is, I know right, if I were to watch wanna... like an AI generated, like somewhat realistic photo of myself 35 years from now, Matt May, I'd jump out of a window. I'd jump out of a one story window. I, I couldn't handle it. I, I, you know, it's upsetting content. I will just say it should have a, a flag on it. I would let teenagers roast me before I would see a photo of my old self. <laughs> and by old self, you mean yourself from the future, not yourself when you were 25. Yeah, my old self, obviously, myself yeah. from the future. <laughs> Grammar. Um, speaking of, <laughs> there's no way for me to tie this in, actually. Tie it, do it. I just wanted to talk about hijack. <laughs> oh, I want to no talk about hijack. Hopefully we all live to take our next flight. Now, let's talk about hijack on Apple TV+, Plus, <laughs> which I segues. first watched. I watched because I was red hot on Luther, The Fallen Sun. Say what you will about shows about serial killers and Luther is always about like the most disgusting freakish killers and they do a really good job of making them actually quite scary. I'm not surprised you don't watch it Brett because it's scary even for me but uh, oh, Idris Elba is Luther <laughs> scary? yeah it's scary I thought it was like, just like a cop it's always, show yeah but it's, he's capturing like these really freaky killers like they 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 can't just kill someone they have to ha it's like saw it's not gory like saw but it's like they all have elaborate schemes it's very british you know <laughs> it's very lewis carroll um but so uh idris elba plays luther obviously so you're used to idris elba that's i would say his most famous role right the wire Oh, right. The Wire. But I'm not a Wire girly. So for you're me, not, it's yeah, You're a boy. You're not a girl. You're a boy. You're a boy. You're, no, you're a girl. You're not a boy. <laughs> I'm a girl, not a boy. Um, but so, <laughs> so I'm just used to evil, even in The Wire. No, he's like this tall, striking, muscly. He runs. He's sort of like Tom Cruise. He runs fast after the villains. He makes them pay. You don't want to go up against Idris Elba. So then they cast him in Hijack where he's sitting on a plane and refusing like to fight. <laughs> well, yeah, he's sexting. <laughs> he's not. There's a lot of texting in the show. Yeah. Okay, go into your... But my... The issue was, because my husband was like, do you want to keep watching this? I was like, hell no. Why? To see them talk some more? But even the third episode, you don't know why the hijackers are doing what they're doing. Just tell me why you're hijacking the plane at this point. Your, your issue is that, like, Idris Elba is too hot and too much of an action star to be doing this. Yes, I agree. I yes, didn't, don't I, think I about this myself. at all. Yeah, I, I despised <laughs> my two hours watching this show. I only watched two, two episodes. Two episodes. I watched two episodes and I am done. I am flat done. This might be one of the most despicable things ever created. In addition to being bad. Like. Wow. Why can't we make movies? First of all, there's like so many things. First of oh my all, gosh. a corporate mergers and acquisitions negotiator is on a plane that gets hijacked and he's going to negotiate the, the resolution. Yeah. That's a movie. 
I have not watched an entire movie of this show. I've watched two freaking hours of this show and nothing has happened. We have no idea who anybody is. I see all I've like spent so much time with a freaking girls oh soccer God. team and like these two old yeah. men on fucking golf vacation. I don't know anyone's name. And they keep name. introducing characters, Brett. They keep introducing them. Oh my God. We don't know anything about the hijackers. We certainly do not know what they want at all. They are f- frankly refusing to even engage with anyone who would be able to give them anything they want. I don't know if they want money. I don't know if they want a friend uh, got out of prison. Can I just say, let me explain one really stupid part. Because I actually love plain set films. Because they're instantly high stakes. You know it's only, because usually the flight is short because it gets hijacked. So it's like they're either going to land that plane or um, that's it. That's pretty much the only option. They're not going to crash it anywhere. So you know it's going to be a short, tight film. And I found in the plain set films, usually they're pretty good with like relatively realistic depictions of how things would go down, like Air Force One or flight plan. Okay. The boarding of this plane is from freaking Candyland. (laughs) Okay. That's another thing. But separately from that, and just listen, spoilers, spoilers for hijack on Apple TV plus. The hijackers take over. The pl- The pilots are in the cockpit and they have the camera and they're not allowed to let anyone in, right? Unless it's the flight attendants. So something is obviously wrong. The flight attendants let them know. I think at this point they know that like there are hijacks, hijackers on the plane. And so they bring this one flight attendant up to the pilot phone and are like, let us in. And the hi- flight attendant and the co-pilot are like, no, we can't. Like it's against our code. Everyone knows you can't let hijackers into the cockpit. Like, that is the stupidest fucking thing you could possibly do. So stupid, so immoral. Every pilot knows that's the last thing you do. But for some reason, this pilot was having an affair with this flight attendant. So they're like, if you don't let us in, we're going to kill her. And he punches his co-pilot, the pilot, punches his co-pilot in the face and is like, we got to let her in. No, And no, then they let the hijackers in. I wanted to bring in. this part up. He doesn't just punch his female co-pilot in the face. He takes a metal water bottle and bashes her freaking skull. Like, he's so crazy. I was like... He's disgusting. I was like, I don't even know who to freaking root for. I'm like, go terrorists on this one. Because the pilot is is awful. Psychotic. I mean, how am I supposed to... Yeah, how am I supposed to hope that he survives? He's a bad person. First, he's cheating on his wife and family with this flight attendant. Then he puts the entire plane at risk by letting the hijackers in. Well, and then first, he punches or... He takes a metal water bottle and there's a shot (laughs) with a dunk as he smashes her on the stomach. She's fine. She's like bloody. She doesn't die. She's bleeding. There's a dunk. But and it's because she wanted to save the plane. She's and he like, was like, no, no it's I gotta save my to side never piece. Open this door. That oh was the God. worst. That was absolutely I couldn't after that I was like, how am I supposed to take this seriously? How? And there's so much with like it's so freak it's just so fucking stupid, everything that happens in this show. Like also like everyone is like everyone on this plane is way too hot. Like, has anyone ever, and the, there's too much room on this plane. Has anyone ever been on a plane before? Like, 
everyone is like <laughs> fucking mean and ugly and like not talking to each other. And the yeah, amount smelly. of like the amount that like random before the plane even gets hijacked, the, the amount of like strangers are talking to each other on this plane and like very casually boarding. And do you think it's because they're British? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, they do. <laughs> don't Maybe know. they're not like us in America where it's like a true battle royale. For, like, I need to get yeah. my away bag in the thing. I, I cannot have yeah. them gate check this bag. I cannot wait. An extra I don't four know. Minutes. And then in the sec. So. A negotiator. A negotiator like is on a plane that gets hijacked <laughs> and he has to negotiate commanders his way out of it. The first hour, the first episode, nothing happens because at the very end, he's like, I'm a negotiator. <laughs> and we're like, okay, <laughs> that's the cliffhanger there. And then in the second episode, he continues to not negotiate. Like, why make this an eight-episode, ten-episode television show? Like, nothing happens. The entire second episode, he's like, oh, we got to get the pilot out of there. The pilot has to be over here. Oh, no, the pilot has to be back in there. And then he's just like text messaging with the pilot on one of those like stupid in chair like games DM. like yeah, yeah like there's so much freaking texting in the show and like we keep going back to his like ex-wife and his son it is i just i hate the way everyone talks in this i hate the way everyone looks in this like everyone's like house is like way too nice Oh my god, his house is so nice. I just <clears throat> on the ground where his ex-wife lives. Like, there's more. I don't even want to like spoil it, but like, it's just reprehensible. This show, like, and very, it's just very a fall bad. from grace. Too. Like, it, it's just it's seemingly amoral, which is which is like the weird thing about it. Like, it would be one thing if it was just a bad, a bad action script, which it very much is. But, like, nobody does anything. And there's, like, this morality question of, like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, the pilot just beat the shit out of the co-pilot. Like, <laughs> I know. the poor girl who worked in TSA just got fucking murdered for some reason. Oh, yeah, they and just like, kill her. We thought she was going to be a character. And, like, and then, like, the music in the show is awful, I need to state. Like, there's, like, these kind of two brutal murders that happen on the ground at the end of the second episode and it does that thing where it's like really gruesome murder and then it kind of cuts to the credits and it has like a very kind of uh, juxtapositionally odd song choice it has like a very kind of like late 60s up uh you know like, <laughs> like kind of groovy like what's the yeah. like what's the song that's like in the meme right now with from uh, uh unbearable weight of massive talent like play your own kind of music music oh, yeah, like, that one. a song very much like that yeah. plays like right as people are getting murdered and you're like what's the why is there this juxtaposition between the tone of the music and like the nature of the murders we just watched? It it didn't align with the tone of the show at all. So I'm just calling the show like completely without morals at all. And it doesn't even know what perspective it wants. It's, it was, it was very troubling. And uh, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) Concerning. Concerning. I'm troubled. Looking into it. I'm troubled. Yeah. Looking into it. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I, I I had to stop watching. You know, it's 
It's rare to find a show that you and your significant other can both agree to sit down and watch together as like a long form, like we're committed to doing this together. And I was really hoping this would be that for us because we both love Idris and Luther. But I couldn't bear it. I was like, I can't watch people be so stupid in a scripted show. That's why I watch unscripted TV. It's one of my issues too with a lot of like, like mystery box like sci-fi shows and you know there's a there's a a flavor of this calling back to lost or something like that but like i hate in shows where like there's like a mystery going on a supernatural or otherwise and nobody talks to each other and it's like you know two cops are talking in a diner and they're like who's done all these murders we don't have time for that now it's like we have plenty of time There's so much time. And that's the problem. All of the passengers in hijack stop respecting the hijackers because it's like, yeah, we've been with you for hours at this point. You haven't killed anyone. So why should I do what you want? Like they they completely lose any sense of urgency because it's such a long drawn out. Danielle, show. if you and I were like in a haunted house and you were like, oh, my God, how do we get out of here? And I'm like, we don't have time for this right now. Right. <laughs> Which is a completely <laughs> normal response in a procedural sci-fi mystery like yeah. television show. And it's like, what? We got plenty of time. We're all trying to get the fuck out of here. Why are you being coy? Why are you holding shit back? Like exactly. basic information back. Explain stuff to me. I do want to say Matt May in the comments also said in the episode this week of Hijack, a list of demands reveals who's behind the hijacking. Episode That's five. In episode five. A list of demands? <laughs> we're more than halfway through the I, show and we finally so... learn but what wait, the right. hijackers want that's crazy so amazing if the list of demands were like we demand that the corporation a has a merger with corporation b and like luther's there to be like this is what i'm good at um we hated it we hated it folks we there is a it. chance that like the actual progression of the plot and things that happen in the second half of the show is interesting but it will have taken so long to get there that no one's gonna know and like just the tone of the show it's not very funny i mean idris elba is a good actor but like i wouldn't call like the rest of the acting particularly memorable or anything it's just like by the time we get there just make a fucking movie jesus red eye totally Ugh. The best, the best. Con Air. Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. The prisoners hijacked the plane. It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. And they play Sweet Home Alabama and we love it. Oh my God. Yes. And they even make a self referential comment about playing Sweet Home Alabama while on a oh plane God. that could crash. Um, obviously, Air Force One, get off my plane. Yes. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, don't watch. We don't recommend watching that. Mm-hmm. Apple TV is really on a freaking dud, especially since Platonic, which I loved, ended this week. Um, Speaking of... Can I take this the segue? Please do. Speaking of Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill was in the news this week. Yeah. Was he ever. So, what happened is... May I? <laughs> you may. So Jonah Hill, I learned a lot of, much like Colleen Ballinger slash Miranda Sings, I learned a lot about this sort of against my will because um, 
I don't really care about Jonah Hill. <laughs> I am not. Be funny in movies and leave me alone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not a huge fan. I tried watching his Netflix movie actually with um, Julia Louis Dreyfus as his mom, and um, that one with Eddie Murphy. Him. And then Eddie Murphy. That movie is supposed yeah, to be reprehensible br- as well. Like a it's true, unbelievably bad. A true step back in terms of like race relations in the United States. So it's horrible, horrible, horrible. But um, I've heard about like, it. It's like it's like he he's like engaged to he's engaged to a woman and Eddie Murphy's her I father. Forget her name. I forget the yes. name. Yeah, but it's like oh, a white guy is dating a black girl. It's like that's the whole conceit of the movie, and like there's a bunch of like really weird racial stuff in it. And they had to. Which I don't. They had to special effects the kiss because they couldn't even kiss each other I don't because support anything that's happening. You people is what it's called. Thanks, my man. Um, but. But in the movie, I was like, I, I can't believe they made this fucking movie, cast it, they and they filmed it as if these two have any chemistry together. The, a movie like this is about two people who, against all odds, like my family's so different from yours, but I'm so in love with you that we need to find a way to make this work. And these two, it was honestly like watching like two people in uber pool like the whole time <laughs> like they just happened to be together Jonah Hill's a good and they actor. couldn't do anything about it i wouldn't necessarily cast him as a romantic lead well that was sort of they kind of like touch on it i guess they kind of have to but like it's not good anyway going back to jonah hill's real life so that's the last thing i remember seeing jonah hill in and i wasn't into it i did not finish this film but so jonah hill's ex-girlfriend who is a surfer um, released a bunch of text messages, um, sort of like as an act, I think, to let people know this is what he does to girlfriends. Like they were in a long, I don't know how long, but they were it's in a long term relationship. They were only together for like a year or so. That's long term though. A year, I would say at a year, that's long term. If it's, if I'm involved in it, like literally like 12 weeks is long term. So <laughs> yeah, so that's good enough. Um, she released these texts where he's basically like, here's, Speaking of list of demands, that's what we should have gotten. <laughs> that's when we should have done the segue. <laughs> Episode Speaking five. of list of demands, the hijackers and hijack don't have any, but Jonah Hill does of his ex girlfriend. <laughs> so it was like a lot of it was like don't hang out with. He, I have don't it. Take I'll, pictures I'll read with, it. Oh please, I'll okay, read you read it. Read it. read it for word for word. Sure. Uh, it says he says plain and simple colon if you need colon and now these are all have a little dash next to them like it's a list. It's a, it's a bulleted list. Oh, no. Demands. Oh, no. Yeah, here we go. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, <laughs> I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it. And there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. And then she, she has screen capped this and posted this. It looks like on Instagram stories and her text above it says, fuck it. See the misuse of the term boundaries. Uh huh. There's more, there's more, but that's the, that's the that's big. That's the gist. That's, that's the like the big. That's the full. Yeah, that's ribs. that's the spicy meatball. Um, and 
So it started like a huge conversation. This got people up in arms. No, there's no big brother going on. There's nothing to talk about. Exactly. We need something to talk about. Um, And so I kind of tried to actually ignore this for a while because I was like, I don't want to know about Jonah Hill's personal life. (laughs) I just like, I, I... That whole group of guys, like Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen. Franco. Like you said. Yeah, Franco. Oh, God, I don't want to know about... I know it's bad. (laughs) When they show up in a movie, great. But hearing about this, I was like, interesting. I found it very interesting that it was... That it really hit the zeitgeist. People really wanted to discuss this. um, Because if you look at it it on its face, you're like, all right, he's a bad boyfriend. (laughs) Like, he's not... You should probably not be with this person. Because he's telling you... To not do things that, like, she's a surfer. She's going to take, she's going to, it sounds like she makes money modeling as well, right? So she's going to do that. She's going to be in her bikini pics. She's going to be hanging out with people of the opposite gender. She's going to be, if she has girlfriends from her wild and crazy past, (laughs) then, like, (laughs) and she wants to hang out with them, she should. I mean, so to me, I'm like, yeah, it sounds like he's not a good boyfriend. He was not right for you. Definitely some manipulation going on. And I think it's good that this relationship is over. That's sort of what I got from this. But but it, it really opened up a can of worms in terms of like men using therapy speak to manipulate the term boundaries and how it's Not used. All men. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, is it possible that like, is it possible that like, it seems like he kind of sucks, but... I don't know. This is not okay. Yeah, it sounds like he sucks. Like telling once like you start telling people who you can and can't hang out with, like, yeah, dump them, whatever. Yeah, that's red flag. I actually maybe I'm wrong here. Cause there has been a conversation in the last year or so. Like I've seen lots of tweets about this, TikToks about this, of like people weaponizing therapy speak. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen people weaponize therapy speak or just like say, well, this is my boundary and kind of not really understand what like the consequences of, of setting that up or they might talk in therapy in like this very therapized speech about someone, someone else's behavior t- towards them, but they do not understand at all how they are behaving towards that other person. And, and like th- the same act of triggers upon them they are performing on other people and they don't have enough self-awareness to notice that. Um, so there's definitely a conversation around that. Jonah Hill making a list of stupid, horrible, bad boyfriend demands. Bad. Just dump, the, just dump the person. Don't text them. Like if you've been with someone for a year, why are you texting them a list of like stupid shit? Why can't you FaceTime or see them face to face and be like, I don't want to date you anymore. I but, think that's that probably touches on the the nuances of the convo. But, though. Him, it's I don't know, like, but him saying like these are my boundaries, I don't. I see. Yeah, it, it didn't for me feel like a total like weaponization of therapy speak. He just said these are my boundaries. I wish you all the best. If like they're not what you're, he says like I if this brings you happiness, I want that for you, and we shouldn't be together or something to right. that effect. For me, it felt like people were spinning their wheels over like, oh, let's cancel Jonah Hill over this thing. Yeah, maybe a little bit. It doesn't seem like a bunch of this kind of didn't feel 
totally right and like totally squishy and comfy and like something I want to cuddle with. But him saying like, oh, these are my boundaries and I don't want to be with you. It was like, didn't feel like a total like freaking weaponization, weapons of mass destruction like <laughs> of yeah. therapy speak. That felt, that feels like a little bit. It's it's too like, much that's for for my characterization, but I could very much be wrong. I think it's like bad, like manipulation, bad. We all agree, especially manipulating. I think she's younger than him, and that's of course probably the type of gal. Uh, yeah, he's I think going she's like twenty five. This is the way he's doing or something it, something like that. And he's, I think, so a I, little bit older than us. I think in her, I think what I imagine. Her point was like, I want to help any other young girl he's going to go after and do this with to be like, just be on the lookout for this. So I can I'm putting myself in like she's doing it from a good place. Right. And like it did start this conversation about manipulation in a relationship. I'm it's still <laughs> granted. I've read like two articles about this and I've seen the screen caps like I'm failing to see manipulation here. It seems like two right. people who kind of had a spicy breakup like. Well, he him saying, like, I don't want to date a model can both be like a weird line to draw about like someone's career that doesn't feel where she, good. that's what she's already doing. <laughs> and it also can be like, I don't like if he legitimately is like, I just don't, I just can't imagine myself being like happy and healthy with someone who's a model. Like, I, I do don't date a model. I, don't I do, date a surfer. Yeah, like, I think it's fair for him to say that. Like, I don't know how we got a year into this relationship and how it became exactly. a problem. Like, no, don't date it. I don't it. think yeah. it is fair. I, I actually don't think it is fair if that's who you're dating. Exactly. That's the issue. Exactly. So, like, I'm not saying that he's like, we need to defend him or anything. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. If someone's like, I, I don't want to date a firefighter. <laughs> my, my, my dad was a firefighter. My uncle was a firefighter. Yeah. He passed away. My uh, dog was eaten by a fire. I don't know. Like, yeah, something <laughs> is like troubling you. You don't want to date that. Like, I'm, I'm dating. I wouldn't say that there's like a career that I would not want to date. I haven't thought about it that much. But there are qualities that I'm like, you know what? This is kind of like a deal breaker quality for me. Just by reading this person's bio, there's deal breaker qualities that I'm not going to want to date them because of how they live their life, sure. or even stuff like this. I live in freaking. LA. I live in the West Coast. Every every other dating profile is like, we need to go hiking and camping every weekend. It's like, no! <laughs> no I want to see you. Mission Impossible and Charlie <laughs> Chocolate and Barbieheimer every weekend. Oh my gosh, we're not going to get to Wonka. Like, but, I, but, I, so there's qualities. You can say, I don't want to date this person. That's not bad. That's just you knowing like, hey, well, what you like, what they like isn't going isn't gonna to line up. So, but Whatever. But where the issue is, is that he willingly actually did. He actually does want to date those girls. He actually does want to date a, a bikini model babe. He's a freak. He yeah. wants to date someone like you're like the problem was and this I totally see. And there was like this excerpt from Noah, Tre Noah Trevor's Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah's book <laughs> that I guess that really speaks to this. Sorry. That really speaks to this. Where it's like, actually, a lot of guys do want to date those like really outgoing, flirty with all the guys, like wearing a bikini, have a ton of friends, like spark plugs of women. The issue is then they start dating them. And if those women are still doing that, they're like, 
wait, you're not allowed to be like that anymore. That is manipulative. Like, and that's the problem. That's right. why everyone, right. that's what sucks about him. That's when, because the, the Trevor Noah thing is like, is like men, why do men see like a beautiful bird and then want to put them in a cage? Can't clip right? these wings. Something like Can't that. He wrote wings. it much more beautiful. No, that's smart. And that's, a, that's actually, a, that's a really wonderful point that I think I was like probably ignoring or like dancing around. Like if that's how she was and then he's like trying to change her or whatever, like fuck that. No, that is, that yeah. is, be, I'll, I'll be clear. That is being manipulative. So like that is yeah. bad. So I'm not trying to come... I read it. I was like, what are we like blowing up about this? Like, I, I'm not trying to defend Jonah Hill. It seemed like he wanted to state what his boundaries were. But if his boundaries are a complete like 180 flip of like who this person who was this person and who she is. was in yeah. their relationship for a year plus or whatever. And he's trying to like make her a good girl yeah. or whatever. I don't even know. Like, I think that's a very common yeah. thing. And like the issue is, is it's common and you'd think of it. You, you. You know, you put it into a very extreme box where you think it's like maybe it's only a super conservative guy who'd be like, well, my wife has to stay at home and Make raise the kids. and do the Yeah, exactly. So that's the box you think of that person is. But that person can also be a very liberal Hollywood star who should be OK with like a girlfriend wearing a bikini or whatever, modeling like and they are. But then they want to lock them up. Lock her up. So, like, <laughs> that's the issue. But her text messages, Daniel. We, we, I know we have, we're out of time, but you got to tell me about Adrian Brody. Oh, I. I mean, it's really a bigger conversation. Oh, we'll save Adrian Brody for next week. <laughs> and I just want to say this right now. I believe this is short. The Wonka trailer came out starring Timothee Chalamet. I believe this movie will ruin Timothée Chalamet's career. I don't think so because he's got Dune 2 coming on. I don't think it's going to ruin his career, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be like a mid-flop. I I was ready to dunk on this movie and it was just, it was like almost so milk toast that I was like, oh, I don't even feel... It's for children, I understand, but his performance like, really looks unfortunate. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. It's a nothing. <laughs> like, I wish it were, I wish it were like bad in a deranged and showy way. Like Tedros. Like Tedros, Tedros. <laughs> but it's not. Why couldn't The weekend play Willy Wonka? He's a freak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just putting that out there, we'll see it's a December release. So next I'm week we're going to be able it. to talk about... Well, I might see Oh, it. you have a child, yeah. <laughs> You're going to take your next child to, be able to see talk Wonka? About Is that going to be her first film? No, no, <laughs> I'm going to see that privately. Um, I don't know what her first song is going to be. Uh, it better be good. I don't want to ruin it for her. So we're going to know who The Bachelor is next week when we talk. The Golden Bachelor. Oh, they're going to announce who it is? This week, I think. Okay. Yeah, on the 17th. Oh, I thought they were going to announce like, hey, we're doing it. They already did. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll know that. I mean, Danielle, do you think... When we pod next, it will be July 20-something, two weeks before the Big Brother season. We're not going to have any Big Brother news this week. No. Shouldn't we, though? I heard it's live moving. The premiere is, Should two, we not? The premiere is two weeks from Wednesday. Yeah. So shouldn't we get the cast very soon? People should be going in sequester soon, this week. Yeah. Right? Um, yes. 
yeah, maybe we find out the cast uh, next next week. Maybe they didn't announce the cast like that. You know, it's like the premieres on a Wednesday, maybe on like Monday or Tuesday. They announce the cast. I mean, they always mm-hmm. now like this era, of Big Brother. They're always like, "Here's the cast." Jason Do is no longer on Big Brother Twenty Five. <laughs> yeah. We apologize to anyone we have hurt for including Jason. Yeah, they got to cut. They don't do enough due diligence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I hope it's Who exciting. Who was the guy with know. long hair from last year? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I don't know. Or Christy? Christy? Christy got Marvin? COVID. <laughs> Marvin. Marvin will be on Big Brother Twenty Four. <laughs> He's also on American Idol this season. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Marvin has a seven picture deal on Paramount. Uh, <laughs> Marvin is actually Tyler Sheridan's screenwriter. He writes all those shows. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening for your questions and comments. We didn't I mean, answer. We did answer. get some. We didn't answer. We didn't answer any no, of them. We didn't. Do you, want me, do, you want to, do you want to talk? Do you want to keep going? Yeah, I do. Uh, in the comments, Matt May 81. Any sphere <laughs> thoughts from being in Vegas? <laughs> this crazy thing. Not the 1998 <laughs> Dustin Hoffman movie, but open to thoughts on that too. I heard it's different to see RL versus videos or photos because it's crazily high def. He is taught. I have not seen sphere. Uh, the film sphere. I'm very aware of it. Uh, he is talking about the MSG sphere. Uh, in right. Las Vegas, it is a new performance venue just off, outside of the, sh- the strip. It's like maybe six or seven thousand seat performance venue with a giant three hundred and sixty degree LED screen around it that just plays wacky shit all day long. I love. I was it. in Vegas love last week. I was actually at a hotel very close. If my hotel room were facing the north, I would have seen. I would have had the eyeball of the sphere glaring into my bedroom. Each night, but I was facing. I, loved I, the I was pretty close. I loved it. It um, it's cool. Like from from afar, it looks really cool. It is just, it is really bright, and it was it was wild to see it. I was I was a couple miles away from it at one point, and it was just like this huge bright thing that like you could still see very clearly what it was. It was wild actually getting up close to it. I tried to take some pictures and videos and it was so bright. Like my, my phone actually wasn't able to focus right. And it was really washed. Like the exposure was really washed out and you couldn't see it. It, it, so I will just say it's wild how far away you can be from this thing and make out very clearly what it is. Getting up closer, you do kind of begin to see the individual pixels, pixels and stuff. But it's so unbelievably bright. Like, yeah, no, it's it's really cool. People are going to get into car accidents looking at it if they haven't already. Uh, it's uh, it's really cool. I want to see a show there. I mean, you, it's there is a full enclosed structure inside of the. The sphere that is where the, 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 the theater yeah. is. Um, no, it's it's cool as hell. It's another cool thing to add to the Vegas. I think it's cool as yeah. hell too. I love it. And I pyramid. love the eye. We just had the pyramid for the last 30 years. Get the eyeball there. I think they should keep the eyeball up for a while. I mean, I was trying to think of other things to put on that sphere, and I'm like, what could top the eye? I think someone tweeted like a boob. <laughs> <laughs> hey Julie Livestream. <laughs> Yeah, the Hey Julie livestream. I don't know, but I absolutely love it. I think we need more um, over-the-top creations like that in Vegas of all places. Like, that's the place for it. Absolutely. I give it two thumbs up. 
two eyeballs wide open. Um, <laughs> With eyes wide open. <laughs> uh, thank you all for your questions, your comments, your attention on the Discord. We will be back next week. You can tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter.com. We're not going to threads. I We talked about it last week. We're not going yeah, to. You don't have, um, you don't have a, a toe in the Zuckerberg pool, in the Zuckerberg universe. No, and I'm not getting in there. Yeah, and I've been on threads. And let me tell you, like, there's nothing going on there. Like, it was fun the first day because it was fun dancing on Elon's little toy car. But right. now it's just like, it's brands being like, what's your favorite color? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, oh, but it's you horrible, can... Yeah. <laughs> It sucks. You can also email us, heyjulie at gmail.com. Email hey never Julie. <laughs> Wait, but it's heyjulie. Heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. What did you say? I said heyjulie at email. <laughs> at email. We should get email.com. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here. Uh, I'm sweating. It's I know so it's hot. hot. You it's can here. see it's me glistening. People should be watching the live stream to see me sweating like a pig <laughs> on this live stream um thank you all so much for being here we'll see you next week bye julie, bye, julie.